0: It's uh it's good to be back here and uh thankful for the opportunity to come this way and the invitation. Have had a, a lot of issues, I guess you could say, health issues, uh, for a while and uh had COVID back in January and probably one of the few people that can say that COVID did me some good. And uh it it put me down for a couple weeks and I spent I spent five straight days just Sleeping pretty much, and didn't eat, and um, going through that helped my other health issues that I was dealing with to to heal up some. So I came out of COVID and and feel better now than I felt since probably last summer sometime. And I'm thankful to that, thankful for that. Sometimes you gotta, it's got to get worse before to get better. And there was a few days there; it was pretty bad. Um, I was talking to the Lord while I was laying there. Uh, with covid and and no strength and in pain and and everything and just pretty much saying lord if this is it just go ahead and take me i'm i'm ready to go and it's it's bad when you get that low when you get to that point and uh but if you got uh got your bibles and you'd like to read along with us i don't intend i hope not to read the entire 44 verses here but you know if we have to we have to and and we'll do what I'm just going to try to follow my heart here, and and that's all I can do because if I got up here and tried to do it myself, it'd make a mess out of it, and I don't want to do it myself. I want God to have His way this evening. If you've got your Bibles and would like to read along, I'm going to be reading from uh, John chapter 11. Very familiar story, you probably won't even have to open your Bibles up to, to keep up with it, but it's a story of Lazarus being raised from the dead. I'll start with the first verse. It says Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, He said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When He had heard, therefore, that He was sick, He abode two days still in the same place where He was. And Then after that, He said, Saith He to His disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto Him, Master, The Jews of late sought to stone Thee, And goest thou thither again. I'm going to stop right there and, uh, look at these verses we've read and, uh, just introduces us to Lazarus and, and, and shows us, you know, who Mary and Martha are and and the relation there. And, and, uh, we know that Lazarus was a, a good friend of Jesus's. And, but they, they sent word to Jesus when he was sick, uh, knowing that he was the one that could heal him and bring him through this sickness. Um, and so they sent word to him and, uh, that fourth verse says, when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now, I want to keep those words in our mind here as we go on. Uh, and then uh, in the sixth verse where he says, uh he says, when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. A- and you might think, well, you know, if your friend's really sick and and you've got the power to... To, to take care of him and, uh, you know, bring him out of this sickness, bring him through this sickness, you, you might be moving on instead of tarrying on a couple of days. And, uh, but it said that, that he tarried in the same place. He stayed there for two more days. And so then he, he gets ready to go on and his disciples, uh, question him, you know, about, uh, the wisdom of going to this place, uh, where he, they ask him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee and goest thou thither again? And Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things saith, saith he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus speaketh, sleepeth, but I go, that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spoke of his death. But they thought that he had spoke, spoken of taking of rest in sleep. Then saith Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And sometimes things have to be put very plainly to us. And uh, his disciples there, uh, they thought he was just speaking of him sleeping. But Jesus already knew that Lazarus was dead. And so he made that very clear to them. And he said, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent you may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. You see, there was a plan in the works here that Jesus knew about. He knew what his work was, and he knew what the plan was, and he knew he had to stay behind just a couple more days and for this to, to come to pass. And then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, and to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nine to Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off, and that's a little less than a couple of miles, best I could figure out. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. And then Martha, as soon as she had heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. See, she believed that Jesus could heal her brother from his sickness and from his, his il- illness. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. And Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus saith, saith said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? And she saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The Master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. And now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. And the Jews then, which were with her in the house and comforted her, When they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then then when Mary was come to Jesus, come to where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit, and was troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They said, they said unto him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. Then, they, then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself, Cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. And Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. And Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him, and let him go. Lazarus didn't ask for any of this to happen to him. And maybe he had a heart that, you know, God, whatever would please you, uh, that, that I want your will to be done. And you know, we pray that all the time. God, I want your will to be done. And, and I, I don't know exactly what that's going to entail, brother. And that might bring some trouble and some trial, and it might even bring some sickness and some ailment my way. And I don't know, but I'm true in that when I say, Lord, I want your will to be done because if there's anything short of God's will being accomplished, uh, then nothing's being accomplished, brother. And uh we go back here uh, to that uh, fourth verse uh, where we were reading there. And it said that Jesus uh, heard them and he said, sickness is... This sickness is not unto death, uh, but for the glory of God, and I don't know what troubles and trials uh, you might have going on in your life, or what you might have been through, or what you might go through yet, Uh, but uh, uh, just stop and consider for a moment, it might be for the honor and the glory of God, uh, not something that we've asked for, brother, uh, not something that uh, we've chosen our path to be, uh, but God. He chooses to use us in a way that maybe we didn't see and maybe we weren't even willing to be a part of, but God's got every right to use us in a way like that. If He wants to put me in a grave and then to bring me out of it to, to prove Himself to the world, then so be it. He is God. And I'll tell you this, if you don't bring me out of it, I've got a home in glory. It's, it's okay. Uh, but He said... Uh, This sickness is not uh, unto death, but for the glory of God, uh, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. I've got a dear friend over in Missouri. A year ago, uh, he was going through COVID himself. And uh, he he pulled through it. He had a long spell with it. And he pulled through it. And then uh, down in the summer, his son went through the same thing and, and had it probably worse than he did. And I say probably he did have it worse Uh, uh, He was right down to the day That they called the family and was bringing them in And the doctors were saying There's nothing more we can do His time is short And you know uh, my brother over there he He didn't doubt for a moment He said people pray There's no room for down here He said you pray for my son He said God's not finished here yet And people were praying Across this country And maybe in foreign countries too And I want you to know that his son uh, That he began to turn around And his vital signs began to come back And today he is out of that hospital And he's doing well Uh, He is fully recovered And with just a few little signs That he's ever been sick uh, That he deals with Uh, God came on the scene And God came in and did what the doctors said We can't do The doctors were finished And they just had to stand back and let God have his way. You know what happened uh, while his son was in the hospital? While his son was in the hospital and he was non-responsive. He uh, he he knew that they were there uh, from time to time. He couldn't speak to them. And uh, but his daughter fell under conviction. And she found the Lord and was saved. And you know the only thought I could have is what if his father some time back was praying and saying, God, whatever your will is, just save my children. And God said, well, you know what my will's going to be? I'm going to take you right to the brink of death and I'm going to lay you on your deathbed and I'm going to put you in a place where the doctors don't have anything and then I'm going to reach out and I'm going to convict her little heart and I'm going to bring her to a place of repentance. And she did that and she found peace with God. And you know, he got to come through it and now rejoice. And what a story it is. Uh, to be able to be on uh, this side of it. Uh, and and these words right here. Uh, maybe mean something more to him now. This sickness is not unto death. You know he didn't have to die like Lazarus did there. Oh but he had to go to a place. Uh, he said uh, I don't doubt for a moment. he said God whatever it takes uh, to save my children. Well sometimes it might take a little bit more than we're willing to let go of. I see a host of young ones out here. Prayers going up for them all already and they have been for years I'm sure. And I know I know that they are because I got grandchildren these uh, they cover this age range myself and I'm praying for them. I'm praying for them and Lord whatever it takes. <laughs> Uh, And if it takes me in a grave, if it takes taking me out of their life uh, uh, to humble them, uh, to bring them to a place uh, of contrition, uh, a place where they will humble their heart before God and call on Him, then so be it. I'd rather be on the other side and know they're coming to see me. They're coming to be with me for all of eternity than for them to die lost. Uh. that last verse we read right there, the 44th verse. It said in, he was 43rd and 44th. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice. This was Jesus. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound with a napkin. And Jesus said unto them, loose him and let him go. I want to turn over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 there's a few verses here and uh Paul Paul being the writer here speaking in the 4th chapter in the 13th verse he says but I would not let's hit the 12th verse that you may may walk honestly that you may may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that you may have lack of nothing. But I I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord Uh, folks, those are comforting words tonight. I don't care what trial, what tribulation you've got in your life, what illnesses you go through, uh, whatever I've been dealing with in my health, uh, if God chooses that I deal with this the rest of my life, then then so be it. Uh, there's going to come a day uh, when I'm going to lay this old body down and all these trials are going to be over. All these tribulations are going to be over. All these illnesses and ailments are going to be over. The pains and the suffering will be be over and the worries will be over because the Lord's coming back and with his own voice just that same voice that he called out Lazarus where he said Lazarus come forth and said he's going to return with a shout and I'm looking forward to that shout someday and I don't know if I'm going to be on this side of the grave and it doesn't matter if I'm in the grave it says that I'm coming out when he returns and I'm going on to glory with him and it tells me to come comfort you and for you to comfort me with these words because we're going on to a place that's perfect and we're going to leave all of this behind. Lost friend, whoever may be listening, paying attention to this tonight, in your lost condition you don't have this promise, but I can assure you it's going to happen. And if it happens before you find peace with God, uh you're not gonna have this to comfort yourself with. You're not gonna have uh, you're not gonna have that home in glory. Uh, when the Lord returns with that shout, uh if you're still alive, uh you're not You're not going to go out with Him. You're not going to be drawn up with Him into the clouds. You're going to be left behind. And there's a place that's been prepared uh, for the devil and his angels. It doesn't say that it's been prepared for you, but I can assure you uh, that place is the place that you're going to reside for all eternity. And the Bible teaches me that it enlarges itself daily uh, to make room for those that go there. It was never intended for you. It was never intended for me. But it will, hell will make room for those that go there, for those that push aside the calling and the drawing of our Lord. If God's knocking at your heart tonight, I don't care if you're at home listening to this online or if you're listening to it someday after a while on a recording or or if you're in this... In this congregation tonight, if you are lost and you're separated from God and you feel that drawing power of God knocking at your heart, uh, just humble yourself to Him. I did that when I was a 12-year-old boy, and Brother Junior, I remember it just as well today as I did back in June of 1979, uh, just as well as I know you remember it from July of 1958. Uh, Brother Junior has told his testimony enough that uh, almost every one of us at Southside could tell you it was... July the 28th uh, 19 and 58 as he says it and uh, I'm thankful that he's t- shared his testimony with us enough uh, that that is in my memory that I remember it too. and I know my brother's going on to glory because of the testimony he's left behind. Uh, brothers and sisters I'm going to tell you tonight that's where we're falling short. We're not telling the world. Uh, we're not standing and testifying and praising God and thanking Him for saving our soul like He, like he did and like He has commanded us to do if our children don't see us standing and giving God honor and praise and glory and thanking Him for saving our soul will they ever do it? It will be an awful quiet church brother it will be an awful quiet church we've got something to be thankful for Something to praise Him for, and I thank Him. That night, when I, or that morning, when I was twelve years old, there at Southside on that second bench, uh, and He He knocked at my heart and let me know I was lost. I don't even know exactly what was going on in the service. I don't know if they were singing or they was preaching or what. But I do know this: God let me know I wasn't a part of it, and I was separated, and and I did what I knew to do. I just humbled my heart right there. I didn't go to the preacher. I didn't go to mom. I went to the one that could save my soul, brother. I went to the one that could bring peace to my troubled heart, to my troubled soul. And lost friend, that's what you've got to do. You've got to go to the one, the only one that can bring peace. Jesus here had, he had all the power to to prevent Lazarus from dying. But there was a greater work to be done there with Lazarus. But I can assure you tonight, He's got all the power to save you from going to hell. And He wants to do it. He won't tarry. He won't tarry on that one. when When your heartbroken heart calls out to Him and you repent and you beg forgiveness for the sinner that you are. When you beg forgiveness and you truly mean it from the depths of your heart, He will save your soul. He won't tarry one moment. He will save you so fast, it'll make you wonder how it ever happened that quick. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the Bible says we're going to be changed in that last day when we're taken out of here. And that's how fast it happened when God saved my soul. Just like that. Faster than I could just snap my fingers. And peace came in. And I've had it every day now. Almost 44 years. be 44 years this summer. And I'm thankful for it. If you've got, go back just a moment here on those first thoughts that we read there. If you've got troubles and trials in your life, things you're going through, step back and let God have His way. Because you just may be going through it because He needs honor and glory and He needs your life to get it. He has every right to use our life. Y'all know what I've been through. In my life here recently. And I hope and pray that God gets every bit of honor and glory through it. I hope his name is lifted up. That the lost and dying world will be able to see it. I hope when people look at me that they don't see me. And I hope they don't see me uh, weeping and crying. Woe is me because of what has happened to me. But I hope and pray that they see my faith in the Lord. And I hope and pray that they see him. I don't want them to see me. I want them to see the Lord. Because He's the only reason I'm here today. He's the one that's picked me up and carried me through. He's carried through my my marital problems. He's carried me through my my financial problems. He's carried me through every kind of problem I could have. Health issues, you name it. The Lord has brought me through them all. And I know He'll continue to do so. It doesn't matter what the problem is, my answer is in the Lord. Your answer is in the Lord. I hope and pray that these have been words that you can draw comfort from, brother and sister. And I hope that you can comfort each other with these words. And, lost friend, I hope you find some hope in these words. And I hope, most of all, that you find the Lord that these words will lodge in your heart. And when you lay down on your bed to sleep, I sleep with a great peace. I lay down and I go right off to sleep in about five or ten minutes, pretty pretty usually. And uh, it's because I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I worry about very little anymore. <laughs> I just thank the Lord for the peace that He's given me, brother. And I thank Him for the opportunity to stand and share about that peace with you tonight. Thankful again for this opportunity. I'm going to turn it back over to Brother Derek. And I thank you again for the opportunity to come.